we were on the brink of World War III because Donald Trump took the worst possible option given to him in a slideshow. In this country, we have begun to overestimate the dangers of impeachment and underestimate the dangers of a deranged president retaining control over a nuclear hyperpower. We cannot wait around while Donald Trump is in control of the nuclear weapon. Your objection <laughs> to potentially going into World War III cannot be procedural. The biggest danger of the Trump presidency is that we are always just a Trump whim away from nuclear war. They say it's World War III, but I'm looking out my window, it's very quiet in those smoking craters out there. Has to be told that it's his job to avoid World War III. One Democratic congressman uh, sent me a note this evening and say this president wants this war. A future administration needs to find a way to put an end to the forever wars. They're in a new normal, and the new normal is forever war. But there's a you know big difference between ending the forever wars, uh, which he wants to do responsibly, and what seems to be President Trump's rather itchy Twitter finger. The objective needs to be uh, to end the forever wars. If Congress does not want to go to war, now is the time to start putting restraints on this president. And again, they've been giving him green lights all the way. Maybe it's because we're going to take on the military-industrial complex and end and end endless wars every american needs to wake up to the shenanigans of the military industrial complex and how much hundreds of billions of dollars are spent only because of short-term profit uh, profit maximization for uh, for military defense contractors as opposed to america's legitimate security needs it's long past time we end the forever wars all of this though risks more of a proxy war than i think we're going to have a stomach for and ending our forever wars so that we can better serve our constituents at home when it comes to unlimited war, we seem to be able to be to, to invent that num that money very easily. And to me, it belies a lack of moral priorities that people have right now, especially the Republican Party. Well, and that's why there are elections. They have consequences. Wow. Some uh, historical news footage there that is completely ironic and uh, wars have, I mean, uh, elections do have consequences indeed. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Tagliavia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the world to start our days off. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. And of course, um, y'all have been waiting to hear from Josh and I, and uh, sorry, there was no uh, stream over the weekend, but I think... Uh, we're going to hit the ground rolling now. We've all been watching this closely. I've been talking to people on the social red pill and on Twitter, and I'm sure Josh has been making a lot of phone calls to figure out what's going on. What are they saying? What are the, you know, what are people uh, talking about? <clears throat> Different uh, friends of his. So I look forward to that tonight. Josh will be live tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. 8.30 p.m. Eastern time to discuss everything that's been unfolding. Of course, war has broken out with Israel and Hamas uh, just less than, I mean, or about 48 hours ago, uh, maybe a little over <clears throat> that or about that. And uh, I think it's a big told you so moment for all of us. We are all kind of, we've all been kind of expecting some escalations of this world war three situation and have been watching this unfold closely and will continue to do so. Uh, I just want to remind everybody, everything that I'm going to talk about, I'm going to put a caveat on right now because 
it's hard to tell what's going on, even with the uh, Russian-Ukraine war, which shouldn't be left in the shadows in this. I think that it still plays a big part in all of this. Maybe it is the main part in all this. Maybe it's all tied together. Uh, I'm just going to be speculative and present what people are saying, what news organizations are saying, what quote-unquote independent media is saying, as well as people's opinions and different reporting. With that said, I put that caveat in there, not because I'm going to feed you a load of bullshit on purpose or anything. Actually, that's furthest from my intent. But the Red Pill Project motto goes something like this. Don't believe anything anybody says, regardless of who they are, uh, the authority they have or the authority they, they say they have, and to use your best judgment to figure out what's going on yourself and among your peers that you trust. Um <clears throat> anything else is just uh, not productive. So uh, just keep that in mind as all these things come out. I don't care if it's video, if it's somebody well-known saying something. I mean, with the age of deep fakes and everything, who knows what they're going to feed down the media pipeline and what's going to be shared across the internet next. So we have to be vigilant and careful. Um, <clears throat> one example of this, maybe not as detrimental as something uh, like war, but uh, the Whoopi Goldberg story that she got sued in a defamation case and had to pay $8 million, I retweeted it, and guess what? Apparently, it's being reported that that is fake information. And it made it through. It slipped through the cracks, and people reported it like crazy over the weekend, or I think maybe last at the, end of, the end of last week, maybe even. So that's an example of what we have to be careful for. I mean, just like that, everybody is, thinks it's real. I didn't verify that. I saw that, you know, something like a Associative Press or something said it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, they've been right enough. I'm just going to go with it. And uh, turns out even a reputable news source um, gets things wrong. And then people jump on board, assuming that it's vetted, assuming that it's correct. And there you go. Fake information gets spread around really quickly and very easily. So just be cautious with that. So I'm just going to try to give you a perspective of facts with the situation that's going down. Uh, it's dividing nations across the world heavily. Um, and uh, I think that's counterproductive to argue and fight. Uh, so I'm not going to be doing any of that. <clears throat> Sorry to all the people out there that love drama, but I'm just not interested. I have better things to do. But I do care about what is going on, and uh, we're going to get into everything. I mean, we're going to try to cover as much as we can in the next hour. Uh, CK Ultra asked me if I f did you feel any of the quake, Vince? No, I didn't. And that he's referring to an earthquake. It was not quite a 5.0. I think it was like a 4.5 in Seattle, just in the Puget Sound area. No tsunami advisory was put out. But no, people in Seattle felt it. I did not feel it. So that was interesting. And we'll talk more about uh, weather later. Uh, I do want to give a shout out real quick before we get into the thick of things. Jenica is celebrating a 26-month sub streak on DLive. Jenica, thank you so much. That is phenomenal. Wow. And good morning to everybody out there. I see you in the chats. I'll do my best to follow this as we go through. With this war breaking out, uh, just in the last 48 hours, the news has been crazy. It started Friday night. I saw it begin to unfold and I started posting a lot of this stuff. And I stopped after that because I stayed up later than I should have on Friday night. I like to wake up early, stayed up too late, just like many people did. Um, 
luckily I fell asleep and it wasn't too late. Woke up, got right back into looking at news and stuff. Uh, over the weekend, it's it's exhausting. So um, despite all this going on, we have to find time for ourselves. Uh, I put my phone down. I went for a long walk. Uh, made sure to take care of myself and all that. So make sure you do the same. Don't get overwhelmed with this stuff and just stay focused on you and what you can control. Even though the future may seem bleak, focus on the moment. And we're going to get through this. <clears throat> I think uh, there's still potential that the world will be okay after this. But I tell you, this is not good. Not good. It's going to be a rough uh, year. Rough years ahead of us. And that's because they want this to go on and on and on. Does it have to go on and on and on? No. Is it going to? They're going to do everything they can to make it. So I believe. It's just my belief, right? You guys may think nothing's happening. Or some people may say World War III hasn't even started. That's fine. Everybody has their own opinions. I think it started a long time ago. And that, uh, yeah, I think it started a long time ago. Anyway, y'all. Yes, Summer, we have to take care of ourselves, right? <laughs> Jenica, you're the best. All right, you guys, let's get into it. I like to start with finance, okay? And we're going to talk about everything here. But uh, financially speaking, this is related to the war, of course. Um, the markets opened up blood red this morning, just red across the board, as we can imagine, uh, because of what is going on around the world. Uh, except U.S. defense stocks. U.S. defense stocks have surged amid the Israel-Gaza war. Okay. Israel-Gaza war. They say Gaza. But really, it's Israel-Hamas war. Israel-Hamas war, which, yes, they're located mainly in the Gaza Strip, but not exclusively. So I think it's an important caveat to remember. This isn't a war against Gaza. Uh, in my opinion, this is my opinion, folks, because there's children in Gaza. Did you know the north part of Gaza is um, almost something like 50% or more teenagers or children? Um right? Which inevitably will be casualties of war and probably already have been. To me, you know, I see a 10-year-old, how could, I mean, it's just sick that children and innocent people die in this on both sides, on any side, in any war. I don't care if you're Russian, Ukrainian, uh, Jewish from Israel, if you're a Christian from here, if you're anywhere in the world, I don't care your personal beliefs, I don't care your geographical location. Violence is violence, and I think that's inhumane, immoral, and wrong, period. And I think that uh, peace is possible and that we should strive for that. Um, maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but that's kind of how I feel about all of it <clears throat> personally. And I know there's a <clears throat> deep, dark, corrupt history from all angles when you look at all the details and the historical uh, aspects of this. But back to the financials. Uh, well, wait, actually, my main point, I just want to hit it home here. It's not necessarily in my mind. It's not this geographical location. Uh, Israel is targeting all of Hamas individuals, whether they're in the Gaza Strip or in any other location around the world, they're going to uh, go after them. So with that said, it's not necessarily a geographic issue. It's more of a, a terrorist cell issue. 
Does that make sense? Do you guys agree with me on that? Or if not, you know, uh, my opinions can fluctuate and I'll open to more information and I love to hear what you guys have to say. So any feedback is appreciated. And I will say this as well before I continue. Please, if anything's breaking as this goes on, let me know. And so we could cover it and see exactly what people are saying, what's going on, because this is a developing very quickly and things are happening by the hour or quicker. So I appreciate all that. Thank you all. Okay, onward here. Uh, U.S. defense stocks surge amid Israel-Gaza war, disclosed TV rights. Uh, rights. Okay, that's how they put it. I disagree with their wording, but okay, let's move on. Lockheed Martin up 6.3%. RTX Corporation up 5.03%. Boeing up 0.32%. Northrop Grumman up 4.78%. General Dynamics up 4.2%. Everything else you can bet your dollar is falling like a rock, except oil. Crude oil is up 4.02% right now at $86.12. Gold is also up at $1,866.60. Silver is up to $21.97. Bitcoin is down to $27,506. Goldman says it continues to forecast that the Brent oil prices, the Brent oil price rises from $85 a barrel as of Friday to $100 a barrel by June 2024. By June, they think it'll be $100. I think it'll be rising faster than that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see $10 plus oil per gallon in places like California here soon. Maybe, I don't know. Let's give it three months. Yeah. A little bit of doom and gloom this morning. Hope you got your coffee. So anyway, let's see what else we got here. Oh, the news broke the other day. CVS to shutter 900 stores in the U.S. by the end of 2024 amid rampant shoplifting. 900 CVS stores are closing. Is that all of them? Do they have more than that? That seems like all of them or most of them. Wow. This is going to be rough. That's going to put a ding in the economy there, huh? 900 locations. Let's hear what Trump said in August, August 17th, 2023, about Joe Biden and Joe Biden giving Iran $6 billion. This happened a few weeks ago. Um, when Joe Biden, the U.S., exchanged an equal number of hostages and just decided to tack on an extra $6 billion for Iran. When asked why, the military said, well, you know, it's just what we had to do for the deal. It's not a very fair deal. I think it was, what was it? An equal number of uh, hostages and, and then they put $6 billion on top. That's weird, huh? Hmm. Gotta wonder who's making these deals. Certainly not Trump, who was a stellar deal maker, still is, which is why everybody wants him to be president. But let's see what Trump had to say. Joe Biden just agreed to pay a $6 billion ransom to the Iranian dictatorship in exchange for hostages. 
This is yet another Biden surrender and a further blistering humiliation of the United States of America to the world stage. But even worse, this decision will be extremely deadly. Biden is giving $6 billion to the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism. Just as when Obama sent the Iranian regime pallets of cash for hostages in the dark of night, remember, plane loads of cash, Biden's ransom payment will be immediately used to stoke violence, bloodshed, and mayhem throughout the Middle East and all around the world, costing countless innocent lives. It's also guaranteed that the fanatical Iranian regime will use this money to advance their nuclear weapons program, putting Israel, the United States, and the entire world in very grave peril. They are reportedly just weeks away from a nuclear bomb, something which would have never happened under the Trump administration. Tragically, Biden's ransom payments also make it dramatically more likely that even more Americans will be held captive in the future because Biden has shown that he will pay gargantuan sums of money, meaning the kidnappers turn a massive profit. They're making money hand over fist. In other words, Biden has put a bounty on the head of every American citizen abroad. Under my leadership, we brought home more than 50 hostages from all over the world, and we never paid ransom money to do it. Not at all. We did it with diplomacy, and we did it through strength. And we will do it again when we are reelected as President of the United States. Our country is failing. We are a failing nation. We will turn it around, and we will make America great again. Thank you. I hope he's right. I hope he's right. <clears throat> hope we could make America great again because holy moly, things are really heating up. Uh, sorry about that rumble, folks. I've been live for 20 minutes um, and you guys are up and running now. My apologies for that. And I did answer you, CK Ultra Maga Force. I did not feel the earthquake in Seattle. <clears throat> Thank you, RMU, for letting me know about that little hiccup. We're good now. Appreciate it. Um, okay, moving on. Biden State Department spokesman Matt Miller says nine Americans have been killed and an unknown number are unaccounted for in Israel, but cannot confirm if Americans have been taken hostage by Hamas terrorists. So that's kind of where we stand as far as Americans go in this. Yes, there are many Amer Americans in Israel. And uh, we can expect all these numbers to go up. I would imagine. Speculation. This is spooky. And this is kind of a word going around. People are speculating about terror cells in the United States. Jack Danger on Twitter. He's a Twitter influencer. Um, he wrote this little thread here. He says breaking and these are just allegations folks okay this isn't set in stone but we can use our imaginations and uh figure out what's going on here i think a lot of us is probably a lot of us have probably thought along these lines even before this war broke out and let's see what jack danger american america's outlaw on twitter said he writes breaking hamas allegedly has terror cells in the united states after entering the country via the southern border creating a fear of terrorist attacks in big cities over the next 14 months. 
I've heard from many reputable sources that these planned terrorist attacks will indeed occur in major cities in America over the next 12 to 14 months. Apparently, the Palestinian terrorists came across the Mexican border, aided by the U.S. government, for the sole purpose of killing Americans. This serves both the Palestinians' purpose as well as the American government's purpose. Palestinians want to kill Americans because of their support for Israel. The U.S. government wants Americans killed in terrorist attacks so that Americans will willingly give up more of their freedoms, as they did with the Patriot Act after 9-11. Don't expect the government to stop these terrorist attacks. They need them as much as the Palestinians do. Just know that after Palestinians kill thousands of Americans in coordinated attacks all over the U.S. and the media starts bombarding you with the need for safety over freedom that the United States government is behind it all. David Icke put it really well in the video that he put out over the weekend. Uh, he is really, really pissed off. And um, he pretty much coined the problem. He did coin the problem reaction solution theory where the government presents a problem. They get a reaction and then they present a solution that benefits them. This could be attributed to the Patriot Act after 9-11, and it will be attributed to what happens next if this theory and speculative uh, allegation is correct. We got we got the Patriot Act, you know, over dec two decades ago. What is this going to bring? They're going to try to implement uh, probably their globalist agenda through this, right? You can only imagine so, huh? I could. That's where my mind's at. I just pray that they're this is incorrect, but seems uh, like a potential, doesn't it? Uh, people are saying that um, criminal criminal networks. This was an interesting uh, post here. DC Drano posted. Let's look at this, okay? <clears throat> DC Drano on on X. Uh, formerly Twitter, writes, I posted this alarming ATF email six days ago showing criminal networks were planning to use straw purchasers to acquire heavy weaponry. Hamas attacked Israel just five days later. Now America is on alert for attacks in the U.S. Does our federal government already know about Hamas's plans? Here's DC Drano's post from October 2nd. A follower sent this alarming email to me. ATF is apparently warning firearms dealers about intelligence showing criminal networks plan to buy 50 cal and or belt-fed rifles in the next two months via straw purchasers. This is clearly due to our open border. Terrorism event soon? Let's hope not. We have another person here who said they are frightened. And they said they got a phone call. Carmine, Carmine Sabia, a Christian conservative journalist and editor, radio, TV pundit, Yankees fan, NRA member, an Israel supporter, Carmine Sabia said, phone call I just got from someone who works with a diplomat frightened me and not many things frightened me. I would not be in a big city for the next 12 months. He continues, Hamas has terror cells in the United States. They came in via the porous southern border. The people in power know this, and they also know there will be attacks targeting our major cities. America is next. Joe Biden and his handlers are responsible for what is sent, 
what is set to happen. Let's hope not, y'all. Let's hope not. Uh, okay. What's enough on that? Netanyahu uh, vows to change the Middle East in war with Hamas. Hmm. Insider paper reported that. Change the Middle East. It's not just the Middle East that wants to be changed here. It's the world. They want to control the world. We are at war. You realize this. Yes, I believe so. I believe we've been at war and things just escalated tremendously personally. Yeah. I do know this. Yeah. Heard dead Americans and American hostages. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think the number is nine right now and it's kind of numbers are all over the place, but that's kind of the mainstream going around right now. <clears throat> um, onward here. Congressman from Florida urges to refreeze the $6 billion Iranian funds that were allegedly used to fund this Hamas attack. Uh, that's kind of a narrative going around right now is that this $6 billion that Biden did with the exchange for these uh, hostages is being used to fund the war. Not only that $6 billion, but also perhaps all the weapons that were abandoned in Afghanistan during Joe Biden's withdrawal. Uh, there's allegations and uh, suspicions that those weapons are being used as well by terrorist cells or Hamas in this conflict. Um, Iran came out and says, no, we didn't do it. We didn't use the $6 billion to fund the terrorist attacks. We didn't, we're not doing anything. We were innocent. We have nothing to do with this. And you know what? That's the thing about all this that's going on. Uh, he said, she said, who really knows what the heck's going on? We just have to take what we could get and try to put the puzzle pieces together, you guys. Um, you know, it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. This is why we do this. We look at all the pieces and we try to fit them together. And we'll continue to do so. Like I said, we'll be live again tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. Josh Reed will be hosting the Daily Dose, so tune in. Texas moves to reclaim an island from cartels shout out to the red pill family who put this on early this morning on the on the red uh, social red pill i would not have seen this otherwise nobody's really talking about it the dallas express the people's paper reported this article special law enforcement teams under the texas department of public safety have been have begun operations on a large island in the Rio Grande to stop drug cartels and other foreign criminal organizations from using it in their schemes. Fronten Island, which is located in Star County across the river from Los Guerra, Mexico, has reportedly been used by cartels to facilitate drug smuggling, human trafficking, and unlawful migration. In August, Video showed armed men in body armor near the island operating on the Texas side of the border per Fox 22 WFVX. They go on. More border information. Howley proposes a bill to allow Senate to enforce federal immigration laws. The legislation would authorize U.S. states to build their own barriers along the southern border as well as prosecute and deport illegal aliens. The states are standing up now. Well, after it's all pretty much too late, millions of people have crossed, but I guess 
better late than never. I don't know. Is that, I don't know about that actually, but yeah, I mean, better to do things now, I suppose, even though it's very much overdue. Alabama deploys national guard in response to illegal immigration crisis. Another one here. Uh, Tony Gonzalez for Texas writes, Securing the border is a matter of national security to protect all Americans. This year alone, bad actors on the terrorist watch list have illegally entered the U.S. from Iran, Syria, Yemen, Egypt, Lebanon, etc. Today it's Israel, tomorrow it's us. Hmm. So states are standing up. They want to close the borders off and help protect our country. They can see the writing on the wall, just like a lot of people are speculating. Rightly so. I mean, if the puzzle pieces fit, we need to be cautious at the very least at the possibility, different possibilities of things that could happen. Right? Um, this was... A good connection here. Wakey Wakey on X.com posted this little quip in response to Jack Danger's post that we read earlier about the alleged terror cells in the U.S. Wakey Wakey writes, Sleepers in the U.S.? Now I'm concerned about the 30 tons of ammonium nitrate used as both fertilizer and explosives. Uh, operated by explosives max uh, op operated by explosives manufacturer Dino Nobel in Cheyenne uh, is missing due to a rail car shipment to California. This chemical was lost in May 2023. Where is it? And we covered this: the 30 tons of ammonium nitrate that just disappeared and nobody wanted to talk about, except people like me and Josh and uh, other people who are trying to connect the dots and string the pearls. 30 tons of ammonium nitrate went missing in May 2023. And it's just, oh, yeah, it's gone. I don't know. It disappeared. I think it was out of a rail car. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You know, it happens. You know, you misplace things all the time. Oh, where are my keys? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Is it going to show up in a terrorist attack or something in a giant explosion? I hope not. And I don't know anything about any of this stuff. I am just completely speculating. It's just, I mean, you look at all the pieces and you can only wonder. That's a lot, folks. All right. And, you know, this whole thing about the U.S. maybe possibly having terror attacks on our soil, I mean, it's happened before. Um, it may happen again. Just now, this past weekend, it's already extremely bad. At least 44 people shot during the weekend in Mayor Brandon Johnson's Chicago over the weekend. 44? Wait, was that over the weekend? Yeah, during the weekend, 44 people were shot. What's going to happen if things get worse? 44 over the weekend. The weekend's two days. That's 22 a day per on average. 22 per day on average. We're adding up all these weekends and you already have thousands of casualties of war, in my opinion. I think the war has been going on for a few years. Maybe even longer. Depends how you define it. Maybe a silent war. I think it's always going on in the background. 
and there's always preparations being made to the lead up. I guess how you define these words determines the exact date, but in my opinion, there's been a lot of war activity for years. So with 44 over a weekend dying in just one city because of the violence in our country, what's going to happen if things escalate? I mean, you're talking thousands, folks, thousands and thousands. We're already in thousands if you add it all up. Uh, we're talking. It's bad. Thank you, Lisa, for the four ice cream. Joseph, uh, President Joe Biden approves commonwealth of northern mariana islands emergency declaration he also approves guam emergency declaration this morning i'm like what the heck is going on over there um so he's ordered federal assistance to supplement commonwealth and local response efforts due to the emergency conditions resulting from tropical storm bolivin beginning on october 9th 2023 and continuing that's today so sending them money to just so you know. Um, all right. We have people clashing in the streets globally. Videos of New York City. Um, people protesting there as well as pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian supporters fighting in San Diego, California over the weekend. Also, um, Seattle and all over the world and all these big cities even in canada folks even in canada we're seeing these things happen here you go here's a little there's some pro-palestine protests there in new york city um which i suppose is pro-hamas huh and here are pro-israel and pro-palestinian supporters in San Diego. They actually began fighting each other as they protested. <sighs> Come on, folks. Um, you won't see me fighting in the streets about this stuff. That's for sure. What, what are they accomplishing, in my opinion? I think it's silly to fight about this stuff. Fury and anger. Jonathan Cho, journalist of Seattle, if you care about what's going on in Washington, commie Washington state like I do, you might want to follow Jonathan Cho, wonderful journalist out there on the ground every day in Seattle and surrounding areas. He writes, Fury and anger. I just got out of a wild scene erupting in downtown Kirkland, which is just near Seattle. Pro-Israel protesters are clashing with pro-Palestinian demonstrators. He writes, both sides are yelling at each other. I saw cops with riot gear, devout Muslims praying on their knees, and total rage playing out in the middle of this quiet suburb outside of Seattle. I had to remind myself, this is America, not the Gaza Strip. Expect this scene to play out for a few more hours. This is happening in conjunction with other rallies across the region. Region. This was posted yesterday, October 8th, 2023. Like I said, this is happening in most major cities around the country already. And we can expect more. The division is uncanny with this, even amongst um, us. Even amongst us. I mean, people are, are, I think everybody has a lot of different ideas and opinions, and it's a very uh, emotionally filled subject. Uh, but like I said, 
I'm not interested in arguing. I'm interested in hearing people out if they have comments. And I, I appreciate those and opinions. Sure, it's welcome. But um, I probably won't go back and forth on it. And I'll I'll take what you say and I'll read it. But um, I'm not going to argue or get into in-depth debates. Thank you, Army Mom 10 for the 50 lemons. And the only reason is I want to stay objective. I want to look at the facts. I want to uh, be, I don't want to be some... Uh, biased pundit one way or the other i want to do my best just to share what is going on and you guys could form your own opinions on it if uh, i hope that's appreciated i think i thought over the weekend on like how do i approach this issue it's such a complex thing and and i admit it on the social red pill i'm like look guys i admit i am not an expert with this stuff at all at all yeah i follow um geopolitical stuff pretty closely um i could find most of these things on a map you know i'm probably more educated than your average person who's standing on a corner saying you know i love israel or i love palestine or we want peace or you know burn it all down or whoever right they usually can't point to this stuff on a map i think i'm a little better than that but by no means am i like an expert on this stuff at all i'm just trying to give you what people are saying out there so uh, like i said take what i say with a grain of salt and I'm happy to learn more. Um, but I think anybody who says like I, they have it all figured out and all this, I, I don't think so because it's pretty complex. And I'll admit this too. I am not an expert in the history of this. I understand it's very complicated. I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot more these coming days. But uh, this is huge. This is a huge, 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 huge topic. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll move forward here. Big told you so moment here. Um, I forget the expert's name. We'll mention him tonight on Josh's show, I'm sure, who predicted this was going to happen. Afghanistan earthquake death toll nears 2,500, according to the media. RT.com reported this. Due to the lack of equipment, locals and rescuers are digging with their bare hands in search of survivors and bodies. The death toll from an earthquake that struck Afghanistan on Saturday has risen to 2,445, while more than 9,200 people have been injured. Ugh. Thirteen villages in the Zonda Jan district of Herat have been completely wiped out, and many victims are trapped under the rubble. Massive earthquake here. Oh, my God. And it was predicted... Three major earthquakes hit the world yesterday. In the paper reported. I wonder. Um, got a magnitude 6.0 in Mexico. A magnitude 6.3 in Afghanistan. And a magnitude 6.7 in Papua New Guinea. And I'm sorry, this was October 7th, 2023. Saturday. The day after, or just hours after, this war broke out. What a quinkadink. Holy moly. Wow. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. It's uncanny. And we mentioned there was a 4.2 magnitude earthquake felt in Seattle. When was that? My brain is so rattled. I don't even remember. When was that earthquake? Last night or this morning? 7.21 p.m. last night, a 4.2 magnitude earthquake was felt in Seattle. It was uh, kind of in the islands in the Puget Sound area, a little north of Seattle. So, interesting, huh? 
Uh, okay, let's move on here. Um, all right, I covered that. We had an interesting development in Germany. Germany's Hamburg airport suspended flights after an attack, uh, after a threat of an attack on a plane from Tehran, Iran. Hamburg airport traffic halted over Iran plane threat just a few hours ago. Hamburg airport has resumed traffic after the halt threat. So this is becoming a broad conflict. Um, this is crazy. And excuse the background noise, please. If you could hear it, it might not come through, but got a little bit of noise here. We have a video here from Rand Paul from a while back. I'm not sure what year this was, but um, he kind of talks about this situation and I wanted to share it. So let's take a quick second and watch this. In the Middle East, and in particular with Gaza right now, we have some moral responsibility for both sides, uh, in a way, because we provide help and funding uh, for both Arab nations and Israel. And uh, so we definitely have a moral responsibility, and especially now today, the weapons being used to uh, kill so many Palestinians are American weapons, and uh, American funds essentially are being used uh, for this. But there's a political liability, which I think is something that we fail to look at because too often there's so much blowback from our intervention in areas that we shouldn't be involved in. You know, Hamas, if you look at the history, you'll find out that Hamas was encouraged and really started by Israel because they wanted Hamas to counteract Yasser Arafat. And you say, well, yeah, that was better then and served its purpose, but we didn't want Hamas to do this. So then we as Americans system, we're going to impose this on the world. We're going to invade Iraq and teach people how to be Democrats. We want free elections. So we encourage the Palestinians to have a free election. They do, and they elect Hamas. So we first indirectly and directly through Israel help establish Hamas. Then we have election. Then Hamas becomes dominant, so we have to kill them. You know, it, it just doesn't make sense. During, during the 80s, uh, you know, we were allied with Osama bin Laden. And uh, we were contending with the Soviets. It was at that time our CAA thought it was good if we radicalized the Muslim world. So we financed the Madrasa schools to radicalize the Muslims in order to compete with the, with the Soviets. There's too much blowback. There's a lot of reasons why we should oppose this resolution. It is and... It's cut there. Sorry about those little audio blips, but uh, interesting, huh? Interesting. <sighs> yeah. Um, so this morning, Hamas claimed that it developed an air defense system it calls Mubar-1. Israel Energy Minister said, quote, I order to immediately cut off the water supply from Israel to Gaza. Israeli Defense Minister orders siege on Gaza, quote, there will be no electricity, no food, no fuel. We are fighting human animals and we will act accordingly, he says. 
No electricity, no food, no, no fuel. Look, I understand Hamas and this terrible situation and the things that people are doing and what's been done historically. But like I said, I just think about all the children there. I mean, they need food. This is a horrible, horrible crisis. Horrible, horrible situation. Over the weekend, too, we saw Russian hacker group Killnet hacking the Israel government website. Like I said, you guys, let's not forget about Russia and Ukraine. Maybe it all has to do with that. Hmm? Right or wrong? What do you guys think about that? Hmm. Not hearing a lot of people talk about Russia hacking Israel during all this. Killnet putting out comments. Interesting tidbit there to put on the board. Hmm. We no longer feel safe, say Paris residents, fearing the next wave of migrants arriving from Lampedusa. No kidding. Yeah, you know, I'm starting not to feel safe either, considering our open border. Uh, you got to wonder why all the West borders have been open for this whole time leading up to this war, right? U.S. to send munitions to Israel, boost forces in the region, according to the Pentagon, and also the U.S. military will be moving U.S. Navy ships and aircraft close to Israel in response to the Hamas, Hamas attacks. This is a uh, considerable amount of our warships and aircraft carrier fleet. Um, to be precise, I can pull up this article and let you know exactly what's going on, on there. Moving closer, and guess what? As they move closer, I'll tell you here. So let me first read this Zero Hedge article. U.S. sends warships, aircraft carrier to Israel for potential support operations. Here we are. We're in it, folks. This is it. NBC's Pentagon correspondent is reporting that the U.S. military is dispatching naval warships as well as an aircraft carrier to waters off Israel, Israeli, uh, as Israel as part of support operations. Quote, the U.S. military is planning to move U.S. Navy ships and U.S. military aircraft closer to Israel as a show of support, according to two U.S. officials familiar with the planning, unquote. They write, NBC's Courtney Koob uh, writes, movements could start immediately, but all the assets will not be in place for several days. Scenes at Israel's Ben Gurion International Airport have shown long lines of frantic Israelis as well as tourists seeking to exit the country amid fears of broader war and escalation following a major, the major Saturday attack from Hamas and Islamic Jihad militants in Gaza, which was Friday for me, Friday night. Likely the coming days will see an exodus of tens of thousands of tourists as well as foreign nationals who reside in Israel. Dual Israeli nationals with places to stay abroad will also likely be seeking to get out. NBC notes further that non-essential personnel may be leaving the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem. Okay. Uh, they didn't tell us exactly which fleet or what is being sent out there, but we could look it up. Um, as I was going to say, as it gets closer to Israel, guess what else it gets closer to? The U.S. Navy. Russia. Like I said, maybe it's all connected. Maybe not. I'm going to get Josh's opinion on that tonight. I wonder. I mean, that's all I was thinking. I'm like, it gets over there. It's, you know, closer and closer. 
this might all just be about ending finishing russia off or preventing russia and uh that side of the aisle from doing anything mm. everything must be at stake considering this uh escalation and this war is broad there's a health front to this if you guys don't recall biological warfare programs in the US and China and in Ukraine. Allegedly, we've seen a 23% drop in US birth rates due to probably that. 23% drop in US birth rates. Hmm. That's an average. Utah has seen a 36% drop. This is just not good. Have lots of babies if you want them. To need them. All right, you guys. This is insane. Um, I did want to go over to Truth Social. I know Trump put out some posts this morning, had some things to say. I'm always curious to see what he has to say. And he just posted Trump was right about everything. He was. Um, he retweeted his uh, what he said about the $6 billion hostage deal. Mm, and I thought he said something else this morning that I read. Um, this is what he wrote an hour ago. Donald Trump said, quote, the same people that raided Israel are pouring into our once beautiful USA through our totally open southern border at record numbers. Are they planning an, uh, are they planning an attack within our country? Crooked Joe Biden and his boss, Barack Hussein Obama, did this to us. Wow. So he really just lays it all out there. I mean, exactly what we just talked about. That's Trump an hour ago. So even Trump is connecting the dots. He probably connected the dots a long time ago, considering uh, all the peace that he brought our country. He probably prevented this from happening sooner. Yeah, Benton, I did see there was a presidential seal on the folder Trump was reading from Iowa on Sunday, allegedly. I don't know what that's about. I don't think Trump is the commander-in-chief or the president. I'm sorry. I just don't. But I don't know the whole story or what that looks like or what that was or what. But, yeah. I think, you know, people are still saying Trump is president. Trump is president. But <sighs> I don't think so. Everything that's happening would not be happening if Trump was president. Okay. In my opinion, there's no, 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 yeah, Derek Johnson is incorrect 100% on that, and I'm convinced of that. Sorry to break it to you, that's just my opinion. Oh, the White House is called a lid. Breaking seven minutes ago, the insider paper posted this the White House is called a lid. Biden will not be seen or heard from for the rest of the day. We will not be seeing the president today. They wrote, quote, Hi, everyone. The White House has called a lid for the day before the pool call time. We will not be seeing the president today. Whoa. Whoa. He must be having an off day. What the f why? Why is he calling a lid? That's not 
making me feel better. Oh gosh. Unbelievable. Is Trump live? I think Trump is live in New Hampshire right now. You guys can tune into that after this. Um, that's pretty much all the news I have for today. I want to thank you guys for donating um, today during the live show. Without you guys, we could not do this. So, Jenica, thank you for being such a longtime supporter of the Red Pill Project. We love you dearly. And thank you, Qual, for life, who gifted the cookie over there on Foxhole. We love you all over there on Foxhole. Thank you. Please hit the red pill and repost this so people can catch it later uh, as they have time. And yeah, yeah, Joe Biden was at the beach yesterday, I believe, as all this was happening and just having a grand time with uh, his Jill, his one of his handlers. Unbelievable. All right, you guys, let's just take a real quick look, see if anything else is breaking. That lid, I can't believe it. Usually they have a reason they call a lid, right? I'm trying to remember a few years ago, there was a lid that was called, I think... Was it 2020 or 2019? I don't remember, but why were those lids? Gosh, I don't remember. I need that Joshopedia brain. It was February 3rd, 2020, that lid happened. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's a compliment, folks. Um, I can't do that. I just, I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> that is odd. That is very odd. So let me just take a quick look here, see uh, what's what's happening. Anything breaking? This is all happening so quick. Um, you got to wonder, though. You got to wonder the truth. Like I said, Wall Street Journal is basically like, Israel helped plot the attack on Israel over several weeks. And then Israel's like, I mean, Iran's like, no, we didn't. But then they got that money from from Biden, just coincidentally, right before this all unfolded, probably just a coincidence, right? I mean, it's uncanny. It's uncanny. It's, 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 ugh. the connection's going to be made considering the timing of this all. So, you know, who's lying? Somebody's lying. Somebody's lying. It's always, there's always somebody lying. Mm -mm -mm. All right. This is insane, folks. Remember, Take care of yourselves, take care of your families, prepare. One way to do that is uh, socialredpill.com. I mean, uh, if you want to get long-term food storage and this kind of thing, uh, redpills.tv slash patriot is one place for long-term food supply, long-term food storage, redpills.tv slash patriot in the description. You could also get gold and silver by getting in touch with Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team at getgoldtoday.com. A lot of people are like, how am I going to invest in gold? All my retirement money is tied up in, you know, these types of different funding or different uh, retirement accounts. They could work with that and get uh, some transferred over to gold and silver uh, as you feel the need. So you could contact them and work things out at getgoldtoday.com or just buy gold and silver with cash, other metals, other investments. Getgoldtoday.com is one place to do that. Uh, before the price is just too much higher, I suspect it'll go up. Not financial advice. Talk to the professionals and make your own decisions, you know, on your own dis discord. But that's one place you could explore that. Um, we also have got, um, if you just want to donate to the social, uh, to red pill project, everything that we do, one place is, uh, give, slash red pills. Uh, or 
the uh, another link is redpills.tv slash go. It's in the description as well. And you could just donate directly there. A few bucks helps, and that's greatly appreciated. Redpills.tv slash go. You could go there. Um, also, if you um, want to join our private social network, it is socialredpill.com. Socialredpill.com. We all hang out there. We do a lot of different events and meetings and Q&As every week and conversations after the shows. Um, Josh jumps in on, in on Fridays and Thursdays for these events, and that is for paying members on the Social Red Pill, although it is free to create an account and get most of the features of the app. If you subscribe for $5.99 a month at socialredpill.com, you have access to all of that. If you donate in any form or fashion, you have access to that as well. So create a free account on Social Red Pill and reach out to us, and we'll make sure you have access to everything that you need. You are all the best. Thank you for joining. Thank you for your continuous support. We'll be live again tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time for the Daily Dose with Josh Reed. So tune into that. And uh, I guess that's it. And that's that, folks, for now. Take care. God bless and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.